Welcome to Nerdy Nostalgia Presents. From the comfort of Altardis, I, Carbo Colin, and my companions Paul Sherman and Chris Judge explore the multiverse of comics, sci-fi, movies, toys, TV, cosplay, art, and all our nerdy fandom and hobbies. Read. What have you been reading then? Yeah, so yeah, so I've um I finished uh, Born Again, which was it was it was so well written. I loved it. Um, it was a page turner, uh, and I, I it was a little bit confusing as to where the last where the last sort of semblance of 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 the Born Again storyline finished. But um, I read a couple of the issues after that with um oh what's the 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 guy's name that had got the US flag on his face. Um, Nuke. Nuke. That was it. So Nuke came in. Um, it was the, in, you know, uh, Kingpin, you know, sort of slipped a little bit. And that was, you know, Daredevil realized that, that he could start to sort of turn his life around. And, and he was helping Karen through, um, you know, her issues. Uh, so I, at that point, I just, uh, Captain America came in as well. And I just sort of phased my way out of that because I really wanted to read um, the, Brian Bendis and remind me Alex Maleve. Alex Maleve run um, the Man with No Fear. Is that is that the the title of mm-hmm. their run? Yeah, that's right. So yeah. I read the first four issues and uh, is it issues issues sixteen to nineteen, and then it jumps from what I can see to issue twenty six. So what am I missing in that little gap? Because it goes sixteen to nineteen and then twenty six to forty. They hadn't started that full run. They did a so few it like issues. A, Okay. Yeah. So, this, so what, what I've given you is the, the comprehensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run. Yeah. I just wonder so why they missed. Few, did a few issues and then he didn't start properly on the run until later. Yeah. So, so I've read, I read sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and nineteen, and uh, was kind of just wowed by the art style for most of it because the art style changes so much. And I opened it up at that on on the first page where it's that little Timmy's um, uh, sort yeah. of not a dream sequence, but it's his his sort of inner sort of monologue of him as fury fighting daredevil. Um, and it's very late two thousands sort of standard comic book style, very bright colors, very thick black lines, you know, drawing everything. And then you realize that, that that is not, you know, that's not the style and it becomes, um, almost photorealistic drawings with sort of, a mixture of of ink and splashed watercolor almost and yeah it's it's incredible and it it's high con very high concept it is but it's very similar to what i like it with like a hundred bullets that's very much the art style yeah. that i love and it, it i've loved the story so far it's, it's been fascinating um and thank god that, that i'd read born again first because there's there's references to born again throughout the first four issues especially with ben ulrich there's yeah. that, there's a little Absolutely. bit he has a, a dream that i'm assuming there's a dream sequence that he has where he visits daredevil in a cinema and i feel as though that's potentially something he's experienced that i've not read where is it electra's comes in and then stabs them both um through the seat i don't know whether that's something he's remembering or if it's just something he's dreaming no he's just dreaming that's not 
nothing I can remember that is particularly symbolic of, to be honest. But then he sort of gets up and he he's he's remembering the experience of sitting on the phone listening to um, who was it get beaten up in Born Again, where um, the the guy's like you you know don't don't put the phone down, please listen, and then he's like thank you, Mister Ulrich, for listening. Where yeah. the guy gets beaten to within an inch of his life and he can't do anything about it. Um, but no, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to where it goes. Uh, I don't know what happened to Leapfrog. Um, although Leapfrog, we start to learn, got electrocuted by little Timmy and fell into a trash truck and got driven away. And that's pretty much where I'm up to at the moment. Okay, that's good. But loving it. It's, an, well, it's a great like run it. so far. And he's always been a, a favourite character of mine. So it's nice to pick out some real issues and runs that that bring out the best in him. And I'm seeing it at the moment. And it's the trial of Wilson Fisk as well. So, yes. yes. I'm sure that'll go well. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. What could possibly go wrong? No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Daredevil's such a lucky, happy character. Yeah, isn't yeah. he just? Everything goes yeah. so, so well for him. Yeah, Always it does, has. doesn't it? Um, so, that I mean, I can't really say a lot more at the moment because I've only read the first four and I've got probably another 60 issues there that you've given me. <laughs> so, But I cannot wait to get through them all. Um Good. And I will keep you updated as I continue I've, through it. I I think you're going to struggle to stop once you start. I, I getting think into so. That I, I can feel part. myself getting sucked into it, and I don't know whether you you feel the same. And you both can probably tell me. I feel like I'm taking more of the page in reading a physical copy than I am when I'm. So definitely, I don't know why it is, but I can't tell you half of the things that happen in the X Men run I'm reading. And I'm really, you know, sometimes I'm struggling and having to read the the issue twice. Um, but I don't, I remember you everything. About Hickman, about... Hickman, are you talking about the no, X-Men? I'm, so I'm talking about the, the new X Men run, the Jerry Duggan, um, and um, I, I also uh, think it's a different. I, I, I've got, a, you know, comics. I think it's a different in the quality of comics as well, though. Yeah, like, probably. Yeah, I, I absolutely. Find, I find newer comics just a very quick read, full stop. Yeah, I, just, I think that's it. You know, I breeze through there, There's like, those Daredevil, you know, like the the art is such an important part of it. You've got to really look at the page. Whereas I, I find I skim through the X Men yeah, stuff. But I agree with what Chris is saying about the physical version because yeah. you have a wider peripheral vision. Like yeah, I know you can still see the same thing on the page, but you, you your surroundings absorb you more into. I think more. This is sound really. Um. Uh, what's the word? Pretentious. Uh, yeah, pretend, thank you. Pretentious. Frankie. That's the other word, but let's go for pretentious. The, it, you get a more holistic view of that page. You're, you're honing in on it before on a, on a digital. You just flick to the next one and you'll, you'll, I find I'm immediately looking for the words. Yeah. Where when you've got the printed page in front of you, you're appreciating yes. that wider, because you've always got both pages. Yeah. And the comic, yeah, it's you've always yeah. got both pages. You never got two pages unless you read it the other way, which doesn't always work, depending on what you're reading on. You don't get that visual beauty of uh, of, of two pages together. I mean, I always, I always do try to look at the whole page before I read the panel. I was just going to say the same. I feel like I go, th- I feel like I I give a quick visual glance to every panel before I've started to read what's yeah. what's happening. It's it's almost like I need to read it twice to fully understand. Like I can see. You know, I'll take a quick glance and I can see how A hits B and B runs away and then so-and-so comes in and then that happens. And then I read the dialogue and understand the the push between the panels. 
I think every every single person that reads comics will agree that reading it in print in your hands is a better experience than reading it digitally. You just can't capture it. It, it it's it's amazing, but yeah. but it's difficult. But, oh yeah, yeah. Did your you wife know. happy wife? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's 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 all I've got to say on that really. And I will continue to read the X Men series digitally and any other series that I start on because I do want to get into DC Unlimited yeah. uh, Universe, whatever. Um, Infinite Unlimited uh, Universe. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> everything everywhere all at once. Um, yeah. But I'll stick with Marvel at the minute because I've already got the subscription to that and I will continue with that. But I'm loving having some physical comics in my hand and it probably means I'm going to have to start going back through the shelf I've got uh, of of graphic novels and stuff, I think I'm going to be back on Hellblazer again fairly soon. Nice. I'm going to get through all of the. I've only, I've probably got about twelve graphic novels there, so I don't know, maybe, maybe sixty issues, eighty issues, something like that. I don't know, but they're all over the place. They're not in yeah. order. But that's Very me. Nice. That's me. That's Very nice. You got anything you want to shout out that you've been reading, Paul? Um. Um, what have I been reading lately? I'm reading Rorschach, Tom King's Rorschach. Ooh. Oh, yeah. On DC app. Yeah, good. It is good. It's um heavy. I'm yeah. reading every issue twice. Um, I'm binging. Half of it, I think, yeah, so I'm far. binging, which works better for something like that. I, I love yeah. Tom King's stuff. He's a very, very clever writer, but I can't read him month to month. I need to yeah. take three at a time, three or four at a time. Um, Even if Supergirl is super heavy. Yeah, Have you read the Supergirl? I've not, no. I've, I've, I've backed up into my list, but that's not a criticism of him by any means. I love his stuff. He's written some of the best comics I've ever written. Yeah. I've ever written. I didn't write them. I've ever read. Ever read. Yeah. But I can't read him month to month. I need to read three three to five at a time. That's right. I finally finished Batman and Catwoman. That was good. Good payoff in the end. It was good payoff uh, yeah. But it just took so long to get to there. It did. And it was, again, I had to read, I went back and read because that changed on my, I had the DC Comics app, which stopped being a buy comics a couple of months into it. So I had to move over to Comicsology, which I hate, 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 hate that app. And so I stopped reading it for, I had it all back, you know, I had it on subscription. So they were just dropping in. But then I did, I did just get through the whole lot. I read the last four in one hit. And I did love the, um, the annual, which is drawn by John Paul Leon, which was amazing. He's such a great artist and such a loss. He really, yeah. really is Very phenomenal. Sad. His art just is just modern comic book art at its best. Just unbelievable, unbelievable. So sad. Um, so yeah, but that's all I'm reading really. Um, I'm quite interested to hear about crossover. Yeah, I've got three comics to tell you about. So I start with crossover. Um, I don't know if you've I think I've mentioned it before, Paul, uh, the Donny Cates Donny crossover. Cates, yeah. So it's basically an image comic. Um, and well, this is Donny... Substack, or is this? No, this is full image, isn't it? This wasn't no, a Substack, image, was it? Yeah, it's image, yeah. Before the whole Substack malarkey. Um, but basically, it's Donny, Cates, it's Donny Cates and uh, Jeff Shaw is the artist. Mm-hmm. And basically, what the concept is, there's a, a big event that happens uh and basically, the comic world crosses over into the normal world, into the real world. And some, it's being contained. There's some kind of force field that contain it into one location. 
but there are some that have leaked out and escaped and they they interact with people and like the way it's drawn obviously they're very you know like with the the print uh when it's like pinpoint yeah. colors you know what i'm talking about how, how they do that and so that's how you tell when you're reading it who's a right who's in the comic and who's who isn't. Mm. uh and there's this whole there's a couple of there's there's that that fact that's happened there's a uh, this re- really religious crazy man in there but basically someone is killing co- comic characters but also now is killing comic creators oh. and, and it's just uh, I mean it's, it was a great and there's actual comics that are being referenced like Madman's in it um, Powers um, Death oh, Ventures, cool. Powers characters. Yeah. so actual comic characters are in this is uh you know they're, they're pulling on some of the image like savage dragons being in it that kind of thing but also um like there's big writers like literally uh you know and this is a bit smaller but brian k vaughan's been killed uh scott snyder's oh, no. been killed literally <laughs> uh, by a batarang that was a big cliffhanger Brilliant. <laughs> um, he, get, he must have got their permission for that. I was yeah, yeah. Well, fantastic. what I was going to say is issue seven, because I, I read the first six issues and then it stopped for a little bit. And then, uh, then in my hiatus of reading, I'm, I'm behind about another six issues. But so I've started with issue seven, and issue seven's written by Chip Zadarsky. <sighs> and so <sighs> it's all Brilliant. about the Chip Zadarsky from. The issue fourteen yes. of Sex Animals. I'd seen it on Twitter. And yes, he thinks yes. It's, it, he thinks he's out to kill him. Yes, I've seen and, it on Twitter. And, and Chip Zadaski, because that is not his real name. I didn't know this. That's not his real name. That's his writing name. Writing name. Yeah. He's hiding out, flipping burgers. <laughs> but he wrote the story, and it's all him. It's he just self-deprecating it, it, in his opinion. It's just such oh, a great, awesome. such a great issue, and. uh you know, and it, and it ends really well. So it's basically a one-off. And Phil Phil Hester does the art on that one. So it's really great, uh, really good issue. And then it goes back to the normal story. Um, obviously, it must be like a break one. But I just wanted to raise it because it, it's a great comic anyway. But that issue blew me away. It was so funny. And it just, but pardon me, <laughs> just cements <laughs> the whole fact that Chip Zdarsky is the best writer at the moment i think in current comics he is knocking out of the park in batman yeah knocking out of the park in daredevil uh i loved how the dark when he wrote that i just you know he's just bloody brilliant and like uh, he's he is genius so yeah. i just shout that out and i thought well that's not a usual sort of comics that we would normally read um it's, the other two it's really cool though i was just gonna say the whole thing sounds like who framed roger rabbit but for comic books yeah, I mean it's good. It's really good. Like you know, like there's, it sort of it follows the story of a comic shop owner kid, um, you know, and this kind of thing. So yeah, it's it's definitely worth picking up. And like I say, it's an image comic, so you probably have to read it on Comics Unlimited. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that. I like the sound of that. That's a yeah, good one. I'll definitely give that a go. It's definitely worth getting. Uh, and like I say, Donny Cates, great writer, anyway. Brilliant so, writer. Um, and then um. Yeah, the other two things I just want to mention. DC Vampires. DC vs. Vampires. Have you read it? No, no I have so, not. So, so basically, DC, have, um, they did quite a successful 
um, title are called Deceased. Deceased. Tom Taylor. Basically, Deceased. Yeah, written by Tom Taylor, who again, I absolutely adore as I We talked about it last time. Um, and he basically wrote this whole, you know, the, the, basically the DC equivalent to Marvel Zombies, where, yeah. you know, his alternative universe where the zombie things happened in DC World. And now there's DC versus Vampire, so it's the same concept. It's a separate universe, and it's what happens with... And they've, got, they've also got already in the established since the... Well, before this, he was obviously a character, I Vampire, mm-hmm. um, who was like um, a, a character in the, in the 70s, I think he was originally, but when they um, did the New 52, he was part of that style. <laughs> Yeah. in the 52 comics and I actually really enjoyed that and so vampires are part of the DC universe anyway um, but um, obviously this is all about vampires taking over and fighting all the people in the DCU um, I, I was enjoying it it's written by um, James Tinian IV mm-hmm. um, did not long come off Batman again, yeah he'd just come off the Batman now the only issue is and this is the same thing they've done with Deceased is they've got it's a twelve issue miniseries, but I've got to issue eight, and I can't see any more issues coming for it. But they've released a miniseries called DC Vampires All Out War, which is a six issue miniseries written by someone else. Right. They've released two standalones: DC Vampires Hunters, DC Vampires Killers, written by mm. the same, same person. Right. So what I'm wondering is one. Has James Tinian stopped working for DC? Because I think he went to do Substack. Um, and so what's actually happening with the end what's of the main story? Series, yeah. But it's just, why do they start releasing miniseries before they finish the first one? And they did this, they've done this with uh, Deceased as well. And this was why I wanted to just pull the parallel. And that there's been about six different Deceased miniseries. And I don't think I've ever finished the first one because I got so confused with what I'm reading. <laughs> That's the thing. When I was looking at all the solicitations and all that, I obviously follow all these people on on social media. I lost track of deceased. I didn't realise it was done like this. It was so many different types of things. So I was like, God, this is going on forever and ever and ever, which put me off reading it because I didn't understand. And and both deceased and this all out war, the the second miniseries have been bloody deathstroke leading a team of villains fighting them and it pisses me off it's the same story and, it, and I hate Deathstroke I absolutely <laughs> hate him <laughs> he's such a rubbish character <laughs> so um, so yeah so anyway I just thought I'd mention that and then sticking on the vampire theme uh, the Boom Studios vampire uh, Buffy the Vampire series of books now I talked briefly about Angel before I think yeah uh, but I'm now pretty much caught up on most of the other things and as I mentioned with the Angel, um, when Boom Studio took over the license from from Dark Horse for Buffy, rather than so Dark Horse were, were doing the year eight, year nine whole approach, so they were just running it in series of, of creating new seasons, basically, of Buffy yeah. extended storyline. When when Boom took over, they basically relaunched Buffy, and they relaunched it um, as though it was set in a modern time. So use the same sort of rough character design. So they look a bit like the actors, that kind of thing, but they're in modern times. And it's basically, and so they, they haven't even tried to stick to the same storylines. Like, you know, straight away things started to divert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, but Zambia got turned into a vampire and all this kind of stuff. And um, Willow was dating someone else, and it's kind of you know, she was a lesbian from the beginning, that kind of thing. Um, but it's really good, and I think that runs for about twenty about twenty odd issues, and then then they basically stopped it. They got to the end of the storyline, but it really opened up the multiverse. Part of the storyline was the multiverse, and they acknowledged that this was a different timeline, and they pulled Buffy's from different. Uh, multiverses and that's really where this whole angel started in in another multiverse Um, and what they've done they had recently they've had uh, Buffy the last vampire slayer which was a four issue mini series set when she's older and that was really good I've just finished that that was brilliant and then they've done the 25th issue of Buffy and that's had a couple of different stories in it again from different multiverses but really good and then the last story in that issue of 25 sets up the new series, which is just called Vampire Slayer. And I haven't started that yet, even though I've got about three issues to read. But the first part of it that led into it is basically Willow's the Vampire Slayer in this one. Oh. And, it, and that's cool. And that was really good, that, that, that starting story. So I'm really looking forward to reading that. So I just thought I could just give that a shout and say... If anyone oh, likes Buffy and that, I, I really recommend these titles. The Boom Studio are doing it's not a traditional Buffy, but then that'll be boring. I, I don't want to read stories set in between. I think they needed episodes. to break away from yeah. the, the the normal yeah. style. I, I've I've finished season eleven of that's the last I've got to the the first right. that Boom produced. So I've got yeah. season twelve, and then I really want to get back into it so that I can get through season twelve and then start this new, this new uh, Boom Studios yeah. attempt at sort of changing the formula which sounds really cool yeah yeah it's really interesting it's, and like i say it's just it's it's what's good about it is it's it's not retreading the same old stuff or trying to squeeze things in between existing episodes well you know what's the point yeah. well i like that with where i don't like movies to adapt straight up comics because i've got the comics i like spins and equally with the comics where you're adapting the program tell your own stories yeah exactly exactly and i'm running with it i mean yeah well, you know, I mean, I'm such a huge Buffy fan. Yeah. You should be, Paul. I still think you haven't given it a chance. I have given it a chance. Not a chance. Oh, my Lose. partner would be devastated to hear that. I know. The biggest Buffy fan in the world. Yeah. No, no, I love people. That, if you love it, it's a win for you. Not for me. It's just not for me. And no. I just don't like... I'm just not a vampire. Not a vampire person. No, I get that. I think you'd be a Sam Michelle Geller fat person. That <laughs> is very different criteria, my friend, and very little and to a do with her being a vampire slayer. <laughs> We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you would like to get in contact with us, then email colin at nerdynostalgia.co.uk. You can also visit our website, nerdynostalgia.co.uk, where you can find my art store, podcasts, and lots of other nerdy stuff.